0: Hey Flow Fanatics, on this show we're going to talk about how to focus better to reach the flow state with four tips for focus and flow. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Smith, and welcome to the High Flow Lifestyle Podcast. It's my privilege to be your peak performance and flow coach with this episode. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews, as well as actionable tips and strategies for accessing flow for optimal human performance, heightening creativity, intuition, and productivity, and most importantly, living a healthier and happier life. Now let's dive into your next dose of practical flow training. In the search for how to focus to reach the flow state, you have to start with the fact that flow follows focus. You can't have flow if you can't focus your attention first, whether it's in business and entrepreneurship, personal relationships, creative activities and artistic pursuits, or exercise and athletics. If I can help you focus better, then you have the ability to enter the flow state. And with flow, all of those activities I just mentioned will be amplified. We're in an age of where your attention is the most sought-after commodity. $700 billion are spent by companies on ads to capture your attention. There are so many disruptions out there, and you have to realize that their goal is to keep you out of flow. Steal your attention by distracting you so you can't focus on the task at hand. You being in the zone and getting your work done, playing with your family, drawing and painting, brainstorming ideas for that book you've always wanted to write, exercising, or just walking in nature. These are all essential activities for flow that corporations don't want you to do. When you're doing those activities, they don't have your attention, which means they can't build those habits that lead you to eventually buying something from them, which is their main goal. You need to protect your time, which leads to being able to protect your attention, which can then set you up for flow. So the first thing to focus and better reach the flow state is turn off the digital noise. In The Distracted Mind, Ancient Brains in a High-Tech World, Dr. Adam Gasly documents how 50% of young adults suffer from nomophobia, and that's the fear of being without your phone. Strangers in a conversation say that they have lower levels of trust, empathy, and understanding when there is a phone in sight, as opposed to a paper notebook, for example. The mere presence of a mobile device is blocking you from developing relationships and fully engaging in a conversation. Cal Newport also has a great book on the subject, Digital Minimalism, Choosing a Focused Life in a Noisy World. It's a really good book for people who suffer from digital addiction. But for me, I have made it a point to balance a digital and analog life. One thing he suggests is doing a digital declutter. That's a 30-day abstinence from digital services in your life. If anything, you should get the Freedom app, which regulates your internet use. Here is what the Freedom app website says. If you need to focus on your work, break a habit, or simply improve your relationship with technology, freedom can help. By blocking distracting websites and apps, you'll be more focused and productive. You'll develop healthier, more intentional digital habits that give you control over your time and attention. Deleting some of the digital distractions in our life may sound drastic, but it needs to be done. And if I haven't convinced you of how important it is yet, I really encourage you all to check out the entertaining Netflix documentary, Social Dilemma. This is made with the original producers of these products, and they tell you how you're getting played psychologically. Okay, the second way to focus your attention is to understand that multitasking is a myth. Many people think that they're good at multitasking and wear that like a badge of pride, but the data says that you're fooling yourself if you think you're actually performing better and getting more done. Multitasking is really switching back and forth between tasks, and each time you switch your performance is lowered. If you separate the two tasks, you'll be able to focus and get them both done faster and better. Multitasking reduces concentration and memory function. I'm not talking about simple activities like walking and chewing gum. These are reflex activities that we've learned already, and they involve cognition. I'm talking about cognitive activities, and your brain doesn't do well with handling more than one task at a time. Multitasking often can have a negative impact on your business relationships, as well as personal relationships with family and friends. The office setting is filled with ongoing distractions throughout the day, and this becomes a place of multitasking proving grounds. Who can get the most busy work done? But at the end of the day, the quality of the work suffers, and your multitasking habit has been reinforced. And it will unfortunately carry into other personal parts of your day, like when you're getting dinner ready, scrolling Instagram, and listening to your daughter's story all at the same time. None of those things are getting done well. I just wanted to take a second to mention to you that If you're finding the show interesting and inspiring, please make sure to head over to the website highflowlifestyle.com where you can get free access to my weekly flow hacks for optimal human performance and happiness. Get High Flow Lifestyle Boosts weekly in your inbox and get new strategies on how to access flow, be more creative and productive, reach your peak performance, and most of all, live a happier and healthy life. Now back to the show. The third way to focus better for accessing the flow state is to eliminate stimuli, not just control your reactions. It takes too much energy and time to try to stay disciplined and control our impulses. So the better thing to do is remove those distractions as much as possible. Ideally, I should have the Facebook app on my computer and delete it from my phone but I do need it for work, so I have at least buried it in the folder on the last page of the apps. This way, I've created a barrier to get to it, and it takes a lot of extra work just to open it. Another way to think of it is, if you aren't sure how to control your kid's constant snacking, especially when they might be home more often now, the best thing to do is not buy junk snacks next time you go shopping. Not having it there in the first place will eliminate the problem. Removing the temptation or stimuli is the easiest way to allow yourself to stay focused on an activity. What we're talking about is sensory overload. There is just too much stuff out there that floods our senses and our brains don't really know which thing is the most important thing to focus on. It wants to focus on the most important thing, but in order to do that, we need to pinpoint our priorities first and shut off all the other distractions that pop up, like talking to other people, phones buzzing and text dinging, or choosing a new song if it's not on a commercial free playlist. The last way to focus better and access a flow state is organization and cleanliness. Marie Kondo has made it her mission in life to help you declutter. It is so much more than just cleaning or tidying up, but helping you spark joy and make a real transformation in your life. You are better able to focus your attention on the task at hand if you have all of the other clutter, which is another word for distractions, out of the way. Staying organized simply means finding a permanent home for pretty much everything. Your keys and wallet go in the same spot when you walk in the door every time. And your pencils and journals are always kept in the exact same spot. We waste so much time looking for things because we forgot where we put something. Start with cleaning your desk off. There's no way you can concentrate on one thing when you have a stack of books, papers, phone chargers, etc. surrounding you. I'm not saying you need to go minimalist, but a certain higher standard of cleanliness and organization would do everyone some good. When we eliminate those distractions, we're better able to focus and allow ourselves to enter the flow state. At HighFlowLifestyle.com, we're building a community of like-minded flow fanatics who are trying to gain focus and achieve their personal and professional goals, relieve themselves of some of the uncertainty in life, and basically live life to the fullest at their peak performance. If you've made it through to the end, I'm sure that this is a community that would welcome you and you would fit in well with. Thanks for listening to another episode. And if you enjoyed the show, please stop by Apple Podcasts and review and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode and help us spread the importance of leading a high flow lifestyle by telling a friend and sharing on social media. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now go put some of this flow state training to work and live your life to its fullest. And I'll see you shortly on the next episode or inside the community at highflowlifestyle.com.